This is Abby Ward with the first look at your evening news on KCIM. The Carroll Chamber of Commerce and the Carroll County Growth Partnership is now accepting reservations for their 60th annual Chamber Banquet scheduled for next month. On Thursday, February 8th, community and business leaders will gather at the Carrollton Center to celebrate the success of 2023 and lay out the plans for 2024. Executive Director Kimberly Tiefenthaler says the Chamber is celebrating a significant milestone at this year's event. This is our 60th annual Chamber Banquet. So I think that's pretty impressive that for 60 years we've been coming together as a community and celebrating accomplishments, good things, good people, and just lifting Carol up and the community and everyone who volunteers and helps to make it what it is. The event begins with a social hour at 5.30 p.m., followed by a catered dinner at 6.30, and the evening ceremony, emceed by Tim Fitzpatrick, gets underway at 7.30 p.m. Tables can be reserved for $300 each or individual reservations for $35. And you know, what we really need out of people right now is to call in to the chamber or email Roseanne Nace at r.nace, N-E-E-S, at com to reserve your table. So we have the business table that's available as always, and then you can reserve a space as well. So there, there's no actual ticket. Six awards will be presented during the banquet, Citizen of the Year, Heritage Business, New Business, Humanitarian, Good Neighbor, and Public Service. Tiefen Taller and Program Director Ashley Shable says the reward presentations are a highlight of the banquet as they make a serious effort every year to ensure recipients are surprised. We are sneaky. We are, there are a few untruths that are told to get people there. <laughs> it's so much fun when it's a surprise. Yeah. I think that kind of makes the night, really. Again, the 60th Annual Carroll Chamber of Commerce Banquet is scheduled for Thursday, February 8th at the Carrollton Center. Reservation details are included with this story on our website. The Iowa Economic Development Authority Enhanced Iowa Board has selected Crawford County for a $1 million community attraction and tourism grant to construct a new recreation and wellness center in Denison. After reviewing the many applicants for the highly competitive funding, officials announced last week that Denison's approximately $18.56 million project would receive financial backing from the state. The CAT grant is a significant milestone for the project, which has raised nearly $15 million, or more than 75% of their goal. The proposed Crawford County Recreation and Wellness Center will feature an indoor walking track, a full-size multi-use basketball, volleyball, and pickleball court, two indoor soccer fields, a workout space, an aerobics room, and a community meeting room. Three other projects were named in the latest round of funding, including a community center in Dune, a splash pad in Huxley, and a trail connecting Lake Park and Spirit Lake. Former President Donald Trump was a clear favorite for Carroll County Republicans in Monday's night caucuses, with 53.3% of participants backing him as the GOP nominee for the 2024 presidential race. According to the Republican Party of Iowa, 666 people joined the process at sites in Carroll, Glidden, and Manning. Trump tallied 355 votes across the three sites. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis landed in second place with 136 votes, or 20.4%. Former South Carolina Governor and U.N. Ambassador Nikki Haley followed close behind in third with 129 votes, or 19.4%. Ohio businessman Vivek Ramaswabi was the only other candidate to break double digits, coming in fourth with 37 votes, or 5.6%. 
The remaining handful of votes went to Texas businessman and pastor Ryan Binkley with five votes, three for Arkansas Governor Asa Hutchinson, and one ballot for cast for other. Carroll County results mirrored the statewide figures. With all counties' tallies now in, results show Trump collected 51%, Ron DeSantis at 21.2%, Haley at 19.1%, and Ramaswamy at 7.7%. Trump claimed 98 out of the 99 counties. Haley claimed her only win in Johnson County by a single vote. Focus now shifts to New Hampshire and its next-in-line primary on Tuesday, January 28th. And that has been the first half of your 5 o'clock evening news on KCIM. We'll be back with more after these messages. I'm talking with Barrett Glassnap with Flooring America. Barrett, what is your job title? My job title is a sales professional. And how long have you worked for Flooring America? I've been there five short years. What do you do out at Flooring America? At Flooring America, there's quite a different variety of things that I do. Probably the most common thing is basically advice or consultation on which type of flooring that a customer wants. Other than that, we design, we go through the products, the colors, etc. We shop for the best pricing available that we can get from the different companies. Measuring and estimating, ordering and installing floors is the other nuts and bolts of it. And so why should customers shop with Flooring America? The customer service at Flooring America is, is second to none. We have become friends with the customers. We end up playing pickleball in the same group. We get sweet corn. You play cards. You really become part of a person's life. Meet Barrett and learn more about Flooring America. Stop in Flooring America, 1318 Highway 30 West in Carroll. This is Abby Ward with the second half of your evening news on KCIM. But before we get into that, let's take a look at a quick weather forecast. We are still in a wind chill advisory until 3 a.m. tomorrow morning. Tonight, we're looking at increasing clouds with the temperature falling near negative 1 p.m., then rising to around 5 for the remainder of the night. Wind chill values as low as negative 20, wind gusts as high as 23 miles per hour. Wednesday, mostly cloudy with a high near 19, wind chill values as low as negative 10. Wednesday night, a 20% chance of snow before midnight, mostly cloudy with a low around 1. Wind chill values as low as negative 5. Thursday, snow likely afternoon, mostly cloudy and cold with a high near 9. Precipitation is at 60%, new snow accumulation of less than 1 inch possible. And Thursday night, a 40% chance of snow before midnight, mostly cloudy with a low around negative 8. So yesterday's high was at negative 3 degrees sometime in the afternoon, and yesterday's low was at negative 9, recorded at 7 a.m. this morning. Sunrise tomorrow will be at 7.45 a.m., and the record low was set back in 1965 with negative 24. I hope we do not hit that record. I would rather not. Now let's take a look at your evening news. Student and staff safety was a key point addressed during the Board of Education meeting for the Carroll Community School District. After the school shooting not that far in Perry, concerned faculty, staff, and community members are thinking about the unthinkable what-ifs for CCSD. Superintendent Dr. Casey Berlow shared an updated plan with the Board of Education on the district staff's cautionary steps to ensure safety. We've done drills on our safety standard response protocol in the buildings and We'll work to get a reunification drill for the end of the year. That's a big one. Some staff went through reunification training in August, but we, we needed to do a drill with the whole staff. And then we have a safety committee that's been meeting regularly. Well, we're going to be meeting again in the next week, and I'm sure some more things will come up from that meeting. 
Berlow says not only are teachers and support staff training on the standard response protocol, but the district is also ensuring principals and administrative staff are adequately trained on the emergency radio button that is in each building. You heard about this in the Prairie incident and where they were able to hit the button and it went right to the dispatch center. We have those in our district too in each of the offices. We got Jason Hoffman's coming around to each of the offices and doing a refresher with principals and office staff on to make sure they, they know how to use those. Berlow talks about additional safety features that are currently being added to the schools. Carroll Middle School is having door position switches installed at the moment, which will alert staff if an exterior door is propped open. Last week, crews worked late installing the transportation software on all district buses. Berlow says they are looking into new locks for classroom doors so teachers can lock the doors from the inside more quickly than the current locks. Our doors lock, but for a teacher to lock the door from the inside, they got to go out and use a key. It's cumbersome. So what we're purchased and the installation is supposed to be starting here at Adams and Fairview to have the push. So you just go and push the button and the door is locked. And then we've got one quote for the middle school, high school, working on getting a couple others. I hope to have those to the board for consideration here in our February meetings uh, so we can get those approved, hopefully, and installation before the end of the year if we can. At the end of Burlow's updates, board member Jim Farrell extends his gratitude to the CCSD superintendent and staff for being there for the district students. Thank you, all of you, KC Free Communication, in your presence, being there for the students and the, and the parents, just being out there. And honestly, I think you guys did a tough enough job. Burlow says the safety committee will continue to meet throughout the year and update the district safety plan as needed. Being one of the most significant land gifts in Iowa history, a 5,500-acre nonprofit land trust is celebrating 20 years in the making. Located outside of Coon Rapids, White Rock Conservancy has been a leader in Iowa land conservation, sustainable farming, and providing recreational and educational programs. With over 40 miles of trails, camping sites, Middle Raccoon River access, and a stargazing field, the land donation from the Gars family has been enjoyed by many, and the organization wants to celebrate everything accomplished over the past two decades. In honor of their big year, White Rock Conservancy created an adventure guide, 20 Adventures for 20 Years, to help the public experience White Rock's breathtaking and diverse landscapes. Throughout the year, participants will follow various tasks, take pictures of their adventures, and get a stamp of completion for partaking in the activity. The completed adventure books can then be turned into the Burr Oak Visitor Center for a free White Rock t-shirt while supplies last. Guidebooks can be picked up at the Burr Oak Visitor Center or printed offline by visiting their website at www.whiterockconservancy.org. In addition to the guidebooks, White Rock will be hosting special events throughout the year, planning for at least one event a month to help celebrate the milestone. To stay up to date with the events White Rock has planned, follow their Facebook page or check out their website for updates. Newsweek has named Dupaco Community Credit Union a top regional credit union for 2024. This allocate was presented to only 250 regional credit unions nationwide, with Dupaco standing out as one of three credit unions in Iowa to receive Newsweek's five-star rating. In collaboration with Planta Insight Group, Newsweek conducted comprehensive research to assess the financial strength and of institutions and consumer confidence in credit unions and banks. 
The study reviewed nearly 9,500 financial institutions and drew insight from 35,000 customer interviews. They analyzed criteria such as overall financial health, profitability, risk exposure, lending and leasing activity, and more. Social media reviews and app store ratings were also considered, totaling 1.3 million and 148 million, respectively. President and CEO of Dupaco, Joe Hearn, says, While we did not seek out this recognition, we are thrilled to begin 2024 with such a great allocate. The research by Newsweek was done independently and examined thousands of data points to create this list. This is yet another way for us to show our financial health as a member-owned financial cooperative. The study exclusively focused on regional institutes, excluding nationwide blanks and credit unions from the ranking. And that has been a look at the second half of your evening news here on KCIM. This has been Abby Ward reporting. Have a great evening.